welcome to Holy Trinity Catholic Church from Beaverton, Oregon. Good morning. Glad you're here an hour earlier than usual. You made it. Good job. We're going to be watching closely to see people start trying to come in about 45 minutes from now. Let's all laugh at them. <laughs> Almost 30 years ago now, I had a chance to do a pastor exchange, and I got to become the pastor for six weeks of San Juan County, so covering the San Juan Islands. Doesn't that sound like a hard assignment? <clears throat> for those of you who've been up there, it's just it's exquisite country. It's absolutely beautiful. Um, and what made it even more fun for me is I got to live on my boat and go from island to island for the masses. Uh, total change from the pastoring that I was doing at that time and probably it was just a wonderful experience all the way and about halfway through I start began I began thinking I want to make this last I'm going to talk to the bishop and see if I can be up here permanently um, you ever had that experience with a really good vacation or a sabbatical or something like that you say I, I want to lock this in so hold on to that thought for a minute in the account of the transfiguration today Peter and James and John were with Jesus when they had this awe-inspiring experience. And Jesus appeared in all of his glory before them. And it was a peak experience. I've got this great insight. You know where that phrase, peak experience, comes from? Probably comes from that, from the Mount of Transfiguration. Isn't that an amazing thought? <laughs> Come on, laugh. Wake up. Wake up. You guys are slow this morning. Um, <clears throat> so what Peter did is kind of what I wanted to do up in the San Juans. He wanted to build three tents and hold on to that experience. That's what that would have referred to. And as soon as he did that, it said the cloud overshadowed them, and all of a sudden, Jesus alone was there. So I want you to think about that line. Jesus alone remained. We've had a lot of our high school students over the years do the encounter weekend or the search weekend. We've had a number of adults in our parish here do the Christ Renews His Parish Retreat. Experiences like that where our students have these powerful experiences, not just of God, but of community as well. A sense of being able to be vulnerable with each other, of being accepted for who they are at the deepest level. It's, it's life-changing experiences, but it too has to eventually kind of pass and Jesus alone remains. One of my closest friends, Father Rock, was one of the best friendships I've ever had in my life. It was just energizing, um, enjoyable in the deepest way. Um, Father Rock is now in memory care at Maryville. So as you can guess, the relationship has changed dramatically. I still visit him there. Jesus alone remains. Kind of see where I'm going with this? I've been here as your pastor for 15 years now, and I can easily say that this has been the peak experience of my pastoring years. The vitality that you bring here, even for an hour earlier Mass on a really crummy March day, to see you all here responding fully to the singing and the prayers. Um, I'm energized by all of you, and I'm deeply grateful for the time that I've had here. Many of you know that this summer I'm being reassigned at my request to a smaller place, kind of moving down towards retirement, maybe 10 years down the road. 
Um, so I'm really, really grateful. I'm also grieving in some way just because of the friendships I have with many of you and the love I have for this parish. And Jesus alone remains. That has to be the focus of my life. I know that. I'm living by that. There's a prayer that we use at the end of Mass, one of the weeks of Advent, that I really like. Listen to these words. As we walk amid passing things, teach us to judge wisely the things of earth and hold firm to the things of heaven. I like the juxtaposition that's there. We're invited to live fully the relationships we have, the gifts, the blessings that God gives us in this world, to not hold back on any of that, and, not but, and to hold firm to our hope of heaven. So it's both at the same time. And if any of you are doubting that Jesus truly is enough, let me assure you that when your career comes to an end, when your kids grow up and move, move out of the house, maybe when your spouse dies, when your health changes, Jesus will be there for you because Jesus alone remains. And the ultimate truth of our faith, and let me underline this, the ultimate truth of our faith is this. When we die, Jesus alone will remain. And folks, that's what Lent is all about, to help us keep that perspective front and center. We can push it away during a lot of our lives. We know it's true, but we, didn't, we tend not to give it any attention in our lives. So I urge you, as we continue into this second week of Lent now, Think about the Lenten practices that you're committing to already and use those as a way of remembering that Jesus alone will remain and prepare for that and trust that he will be with you and each one of us as we walk through every day of our lives and into all eternity. Jesus alone remains. Thank you for joining us. You can learn more on our parish website at h-t.org. We hope that you will subscribe to our YouTube channel or try and join us for Mass if you're local. Again, all the information will be on h-t.org.